swords and handle art to spark souls and charge souls to cross roads and bandits are catacombs and giant doors protect the chest and store some legendary items with the dragon bones and iron it's a grand theft of old scrolls simon's quest the drone earl rock shoes to air clue keeps the exit gaming news the police get some bad dudes to crash crew like bandicoot all shit a game in english Control issues. Yes, yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. What well, is control issues? I am the AMC. And this is a dub. You can find us at control issues.com. You can also go to your podcast provider, whoever that may be. Look for control issues, download it, subscribe to it, rate it, review it, five stars. Head on over to Twitter at my control issues is the handle and go to twitch.tv slash control issues pod where we put up gameplay videos for your viewing pleasure amc how you living living well um still still uh, waiting on when we'll officially have a transition <laughs> to our to new leadership yes <laughs> yeah we'll goes. have a transition yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's been a it's been a strange week. Not only that stuff going on, but um, just for me personally, like it's like the things I've been um, taking in. Like one, we already started setting up like our our Christmas decorations mm-hmm. just because we were like, "Fuck it, why not?" We usually wait till Thanksgiving, but everybody's there's this thing where it's like this year has been so shitty, so why not just bring in the uh, Christmas cheer a little bit that, earlier? That holiday cheer. Yeah, so we set that up. I watched uh, Jingle Jangle on Netflix. That was my Jing- shit. Jingle Jango. Jingle Jango. Um Keegan Michael Key's great in it. And then uh what's it called? And then I fell through I went through I fell down a rabbit hole of Warhammer 40k shit. <laughs> okay. That's better than falling down a rabbit hole of QAnon. <laughs> yeah, it's like I've been so first I started out just looking at like action figures on Reddit, just like every day and I'll check it out, see like, like what's going on. And then people mm-hmm. started posting like Warhammer stuff. And I was like, Oh, what's going on here? Cause as far as I knew, Warhammer was a computer game that I played and like video ga- like console games, but never really got into it. Also table- based on the tabletop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never even knew about the whole tabletop aspect of it. So then I started going down just that Warhammer rabbit hole. And yes. I found like 20 different like subreddits because there's like a subreddit uh, devoted to each faction within that world. Yeah. And then I proceeded to then like, oh, like, well, what's going on lore wise with like the books? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, there's all there's one there's like just books like surrounding like a uh, center, like just focusing on each different faction. And then they have the um, was it the Horus? Uh, it's like the Horus, I don't know, portrayal or whatever the fuck it's called, mm-hmm. oh, Horus Horus Heresy, and that is an ongoing series with fifty installments. <laughs> so how far are you? Yeah, uh, I I just saw that. I I'm re- still reading Don Quixote right now, so that's going to be the next book I get into. Oh damn, you getting you getting your culture on? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So like, um, and then I even like started looking up like how did like because Warhammer is just such a big thing, like where to start? And they're like, oh, like you could start with these wikis, and then kind of just start branching off from there. So now I've been reading the wikis, and so yeah, that's Jesus. that's been my <laughs> life over the past week. Uh, how's how's your week been? <laughs> Nowhere near as enthralling as what you went through. <laughs> yeah. uh, week has been okay, you know, solid week of working at home, hitting weight loss goals, ain't out here tripping or nothing. Just getting ready for that that return into general population one day once we get some some adult leadership in the seats of power. Uh, other than that, I decided I was fiddling around with some Everspace. And was like, yeah, this is as good as I remember. I don't feel like reacclimating myself to that and just really mulling over what the next game I'm going to dedicate some time to is going to be. So in that little interim, I decided I may as well get to these other games. I've been meaning to at least just taste a little bit because it's been a long time. So I fired up Red Dead Redemption 2. The game is absolutely stunning. 
I forgot how good the game looks, how detailed it is, how alive everything feels. I mean, just in like the half hour that I decided to play, I saw my wife giving the business to my son. I mean, I beat the game. So if you know what happens at the end, then, you know, I'm not going to say any names, not going to give anything away. But I was watching my wife just chewing out my son in the sunshine on our property. And I went over just looking at him. You know, my son said something to me. And I remember that you could you could interact with characters in the game. But at that point in time, I, I didn't know. So he is just he just said some shit. She walked off like through the house and over by a campfire. So I walked over there, sat down, just listened to her talk about how she's doing and everything. Then I decided, all right. It's time to hop on this horse and head out west. So got on my horse, ran through a lot of familiar territory, just bringing back memories and nostalgia. Eventually made it to to a town I will I will leave nameless. And upon reaching that town, I see a bunch of desperados outside of the lawman's place, like calling them out talking shit to him, telling him how ineffective he is. <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm standing there holding my shotgun. And I was going to jump in to, like, intervene and save the lawman, but the guy just pulled his gun and shot the lawman. <laughs> so I took the rest of them out. Game is still as gloriously gory as I remember, like, blew 80% of some guy's head off. He thought he was in cover. He wasn't. Took him out was still riding because the one thing I want to do is I want to get to, I want to see if there's still this ranch and I want to play horseshoes with my man, Ed Critchley, but we'll see. So I was playing that. I got stopped on the road by some other, some other bandits. I wasn't acclimated to the shooting as well as I used to be. So while I was hitting them, it wasn't really doing the kind of damage that I needed it to. So they took me down. I set up camp, saved my game, Bounced out of that, then thought to myself, you know what? It's time that I fired up control again. Fire control just is like glitchy and hitchy as I remember it. <laughs> it's like when you exit fast travel, when you exit the pause menu, it's it takes a second to register you back into the game again. So it's like, ah, okay, now I'm starting to feel at home. Jogging my memory on the controls, looking around on the map. There's still sections of the map I haven't been to. Looking at my mission queue, there's still missions that I haven't completed. So a bit of meat on the bone, still uh, all the DLC that I can have access to, which I got introduced to, to both parts already. But I decided, hey, let's look around. Was doing some stuff, got a trophy, went to check it out. Oh, I have 87% of the trophies. What's left? Scrolling through the list, all I have left is finish 25 board countermeasures and get 100 or spend 100 ability points. It's like, cool. So that's my new short-term goal. I'm going to try to platinum control today. And I'll tell you all about it next week. Then I want to try out some of the DLC. But overall, the game is, the game holds up. It's still every bit as great as I remember it. The combat is is fast paced, highly technical. Like if you know what you're doing or if you move fast enough, you will be successful. Uh, I'm able to slow down and really see the combat. So I'm just, I'm just more fluid and more methodical as I'm moving, like coming down the stairs, dudes are shooting at me, put up my shield, dash at a guy, knock him down, throw the shield at another guy, pick up the weak guy, throw him at the flying guy, flying guys hurt, take control of his mind, make him fight his homies, dash around, shoot a guy in the back a few times. So it's, it's dope. And all the destructibility, debris flying everywhere, papers flitting about in the air, it it's awesome, man. So I highly recommend Control to people, even though I'm a little pissed about this whole Ultimate Edition upgrade situation. But that's just my personal problem. Overall, I'm having a good time with the games that I know and love. But AMC, what have you been playing? Putting in that work in Doom, Doom Eternal, to be more precise. Um, yeah, at this point, 
I now have I got the the BFG, uh, the big fucking gun, <laughs> as, as 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 you know it if you played it back in the day. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it comes with two shots and it can clear out an entire room, which is absolutely awesome. So uh, and you don't get ammo the way that you normally normally you can just chainsaw an enemy and they'll drop ammo to replenish all your weapons but the bfg um, requires ammo that is actually just um placed around the world so you you really oh. it up. so you have to so you you can't have to, spam it <laughs> exactly you have to be very selective with your usage of it um but yeah it's still it holds down like it's when it's when you think of the ultimate weapon in a video game, it's the BFG is what comes to mind. Like you just shoot it out, and it's this big green energy orb, and whatever it hits, that thing's automatically dead. But what's great about it is it sends out like these lightning tendrils, um, almost similar to the uh, the wizard in uh, in what is it, uh, Diablo, and it'll just start zapping dudes all around it <laughs> and so and those dudes who get zapped all die so it's mm-hmm. just very effective uh so using that and i'm at a great part in the game just just in that now the story's coming more into play as far as when you first started out the game you're kind of just you're you're the doom guy and you're just you're killing everybody you don't really know why you're killing everybody but you're just killing everybody and then like you you realize like oh there there's an invasion on earth so i got to kill the demons on earth and it's, uh, it's now very, i have motivation yeah <laughs> and so it's like very it's very basic but still fun good time but now at this point i've uncovered enough lore um and they're actually getting into more of the motivations of the actual doom guy like what's going on they're even bridging the gap between the early games and where the story is at in this point um to just uh explain the the whole world just a little bit more just um just so it's not just hell shows up and then you got to kill all the demons like there's a whole there's a whole thing with a race of aliens and then their deal with the devil and then how they screwed you over after bringing you back from the brink of death and so yeah like he's just mad at everybody he's he's pure balls and rage as far as i know but it's uh it's great it's great uh, motivation for a character and i would even like to see where this where this goes where this ends and then eventually where this could continue but that's not important a dub because let's just get right into the topic of the week uh, topic of the week yeah this is a big week a dub indeed so, None of us have mentioned that um, we're playing anything on new consoles. The the consoles have launched. They are out there. It's no longer just influencers and people who broke street date. It's now actual gamers playing with their consoles. Yes, and they're loving them. Yes. By and large. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, there's many ways we could go. You know, I'll just lead it off real quick. Uh, Xbox, they in the, one of their blog posts, um, they were they were talking, they were hyping themselves up and so, talking that shit. Yeah, um, they weren't actually talking that shit. They were just yeah, playing. no, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so they they come right out the gate saying biggest launch in Xbox history. Yes. So here we go. The details. Thanks to you, the launch of Xbox Series X and S is now the most successful debut in our history. More new consoles sold than any prior generation, with Xbox Series S adding the highest percentage of new players for any Xbox console at launch. More details on that. Uh, More games played, 3,594 in total, spanning four generations, setting a record for the most games ever played during Xbox console launch. Like who was keeping <laughs> who's keeping track of that record, but let's keep it going. Um, next gen means more ways to discover and play. 70% of Series X and S consoles are attached to new and existing Xbox Game Pass members. So um, yeah, that's all the information there. Um, so uh, the thing I wanted to just bring up, so Phil Spencer had said in a... Uh, like in one of those articles leading up to launch about like this, the series S and where it stands, how do they view it? And they basically said that they wanted the S to be kind of an entry point um, being that it's the cheaper console, the weaker console. Um, they were going to use it as an entry point for players that wanted to hop on to next gen and then eventually upgrade to an X and interesting to see that. Yeah, that's exactly how it played out with more people actually buying S's than X's at this point. Um, and that number, 70% of people 
are now Game Pass members, which would make sense. They're saying how it's such a great deal. And if you're going to have an Xbox console, why not get Game Pass? So, yeah, it's showing that the majority of people, similar to when the Switch launched and everybody had Breath of the Wild, I guess everybody's getting Xbox Game Pass along with their console. Do you have any thoughts before we keep it moving, A-Dub? Well, I mean, there's no reason not to do so, but I mean, people people got the consoles. It's a, it's a joyous day. The next gen is officially off and running. I I wouldn't get Game Pass once I get my hands on the Series X, just because I played all the game, not all the games, but I play most of the games I want to play. I'm not a fan of subscription services, so it's already bad enough. I have Netflix and Funimation. I'll let the family take care of all the other subscription services. And, you know, it's bad enough. I got to pay my car note. The last thing I want to do is have another recurring bill and just to play games. I'd rather just buy the games I want. However, insofar as the Xbox, you know, I wish I could have counted myself among the many who are already doing their thing. But there are those who aren't so great. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's a little too early. <laughs> but yeah, man. I, I wish it's awesome. I salute the people who are buying Game Pass. I mean, it does have a pretty tremendous value, especially having what the EA Vault on there. You can go play games. You got that Xbox backward compatibility. Just living your life out there, doing what you want to do. So keep doing your thing, kiddos. Yeah, there is um, another story. I'll just lump it in with here, but uh, Todd Howard confirmed that uh starfield and elder scrolls 6 will be day one launch well on launch day one will be on xbox game pass um so yeah that'll bring in some subscribers exactly so it's just it's one of those things that if you're one of those people that buys a ton of games or whatever it's uh especially i imagine as much people complain about not having any money i feel like there's gonna be a lot of people who own both consoles and so uh, it might be a way to not spend $70 for like everything. You have a subscription on one and then you purchase your games on the PS5 maybe. But uh, right, but make sure you're keeping track of those subscription fees because I mean, you got to get your money back. You got to make sure that you're playing at least, at least one or two games every year. Get your money back. <laughs> <laughs> you can't let it be one of those systems that you're just paying for. Forget about it sitting in it for getting it yeah i imagine if you own a console you're using it <laughs> also i mean there are weeks when i don't fire up the playstation yeah yeah but that's yeah, but you're me. saying two games a year that's you think people are playing two games a year on their console honestly <laughs> no like it not like in the sense of completing them but just i think people try out a lot of stuff and eventually they find something they like and then they play that for a little bit and then they go back to trying out a lot of stuff. Because, I mean, that's that's how we end up with backlogs. That's how we end up with people who are like, oh, yeah, I, I play every game that comes out. Like it's Guys who find out exactly what the, the limitation on their purchase history list is because they're just getting every game. Yeah, exactly. I guess I look at, like, I, I know that I'm always looking at those uh, – ps plus or ps uh playstation store sales and i just i pick up things and don't even end up like touching them until like a year later like from those sales i saw below on there and i was like damn should i just buy below and then not play it how much was it <laughs> i think it was like 13 bucks <laughs> it's like, damn, like why I not just... it. <laughs> it's still i think it's still on there so like yeah i was just like there's so many things like that's where like i could see a game pass coming into play because there's so many of those games that i end up buying that i don't touch at least for like a while but the sale is just too good to why pass up on that price yeah i'm going so, on the app yeah <laughs> so yeah there's right a, now but i can still talk and multitask yeah. on this app, though. <laughs> like i mean it makes sense and even like just that number saying 3,594 differing games were played at launch it just shows like the uh wide variety of games that people are looking to play and so it's either you can purchase a bunch of games or if you're not one of those people that cares about necessarily having to own all your games, it's, it's a way to be more cost effective. And another thing, since you're talking about people buying and owning their games, I am seeing a little more discussion, you know, popping up amongst 
uh, I don't want to call them casual. Let's just say like regular people. So, oh yeah, it is 13 bucks. But yeah, it, I'm seeing people asking the question like, oh, do you guys go physical or do you go digital? Like, you know, there, there are benefits and drawbacks to both. If you're really going to want to take advantage of what these consoles are doing these days, you're probably going to want to go digital. But if you must have your games in physical form so you can hold them and cover yourself with them at night, then you could do that too. Yeah, exactly. You got options, player. Uh, you have any PlayStation launch details or information? PlayStation. Launch. I mean, I could go there. I know there's like this whole thing with the. So there's been a lot of um, just people talking about, or people just taking advantage of their consoles to, you know, like meme the shit. Like I've seen like people with fans, like, oh, I got, I got yeah. a new, I got a new PlayStation. <laughs> um, and then like I saw one where somebody like um, <laughs> did like a, a disgruntled girlfriend with a picture of the PlayStation submerged in a bathtub. Like he, he spends all day and night on this thing <laughs> to tell him is either the console or me. Yeah. And then uh, Xbox had to put out a disclaimer for people to stop vaping their Xbox series X's. <laughs> so people, it look like they're smoking. <laughs> yeah. People were faking videos to make it seem like the Xbox was overheating and burning, burning down. <laughs> you know, blowing vape smoke in it. Yeah. Phil Spencer was like, you shouldn't do that. I did that a few times. <laughs> it didn't go down well. Yes. So yeah, don't vape in your Xbox. It'd be great if you could, though, hotbox your room with your Xbox Series X. I just put the like, nug on top of it. <laughs> it just starts smoking. It has a vapor chamber. Like, what are we doing? Why would you have a vapor chamber and not be able to get some kind of vape out of it? <laughs> We're supposed to be adults here. Yeah. Like, don't make it a, a pass-through cable box. Make it a ball. <laughs> Should we have uh, a Dub's disclaimer corner? I know you said that you you were you gave your your brother a couple of pointers when it came to uh, launching his PS5 that you might want to share with the community if they're yeah. not in the knowledge. In the knowledge. So, as you guys know, with the launch of any console, there come launch issues. And unfortunately, it seems like the, the PlayStation 5 has quite its share of those issues. This is coming from Ecstatic949. I don't know if this is on. Oh, this is on Reddit. Yeah. So he's got a little checklist of things that you want to be careful of when you're setting up your PS5 to start off next gen. First, do not use the rear USB ports or the LAN ports for transfer after initial setup. You also want to avoid using an external hard drive until Sony issues a fix. Uh, you don't want to use rest mode. <laughs> they recommend using Wi-Fi until Sony puts out a firmware update. Soft bricking occurs with console owners after one hour in the gameplay and it needs a hard reset, restore as if it's corrupted using the external hard disk drive, which may cause total bricking if done multiple times uh you want to fully update the controller before shutting it off i have no idea what that means i don't have a ps5 <laughs> i haven't set one up yet but i guess maybe the controller gets updates now too maybe that's for the haptics and the adaptive triggers so next gen next problem uh next item says updates recommended for smart tvs if there are any issues with the console not displaying uh, you want to use the included hdmi cable and from what they've seen so far a lot of data transfers from ps4 to ps5 have been the cause of many errors but happy gaming amc what do you got to say about about these precautionary tales yeah, i mean it's um this launch shit especially with uh as the console generations push forward, I imagine day one patches and things along those lines will now imply to consoles, maybe not day one patch, but as far as uh, patches that come in and maybe stabilize the consoles a little bit more, especially as they get out into the wild and people start really tinkering with them before they get the recommended <laughs> ways to interact with your console. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, there's gonna be those brave souls who plunge into the unknown for our yeah, benefit. They want to do their own their own teardown. Uh, yeah, so there's gonna be all types of stories coming out. What's 
oh, the only thing I care about is it doesn't affect sales in some type of way where people are like, well, I did this and it broke my console, so now nobody should buy them. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's just more of a, a precautionary tale of like just or a caution, just make sure don't fuck with your console. And maybe if, you're <laughs> gonna, if it's day one, uh, you might want to make sure you go through all the proper steps when it comes to downloading PS4 games, updating them and things along those lines so that they run properly on your PS5. But yeah, I feel like those stories are going to be out there for at least like a month until we get like some more patches. I mean, there's also a few, a couple stories about the Xbox. Uh, for one, we know the the vape smoke was a hoax, so don't buy into that. However, there are reports of the disc drive in the Xbox Series X producing a, a rhythmic clicking noise. So you'll want to look out for that. And that's about all I know about the Xbox. <laughs> so it looks like Microsoft got off to a good start. I mean, I've heard that there are other issues, but they don't seem to be as widely covered as the PS5 issues. Yeah, I, I feel like um, we'll hear about them as they come up. But I think the big thing for me is I don't really care about like noise or whatever. Um, I, the only thing I care about is Red Ring. I want to make yeah. sure there's no red ring or yellow light like issues, no blue screen. <laughs> uh, as long as that isn't going on, then I'll be very comfortable with buying my next gen console. Uh, there are rumors that apparently the Xbox Series X can make a ping pong ball levitate if placed on top where the vent goes. Yeah, I saw something along that line. I didn't check it out to see if it was uh, real or not. But yeah, I did see somebody put a ping pong ball above it and watch it float. <laughs> Hey, it's pretty cool. There could be a system seller. <laughs> I know I'm now more intrigued. Like I might, that might be a way to know if it's on or not, just at a glance. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Any more details? I know you. You said you came across a story with people um, scalping their PS5s. Oh, you damn right. You know it happens. <laughs> you know that there is always just that little vulnerability when a new product comes out, whether it's mass produced or unlimited quantity, that people are gonna use every resource, every connection that they have in order to try to get it first. So if you're like us, you're looking for these consoles, you can't find these consoles, you check in online, you check in unconventional resources, places like eBay, places like Craigslist, you might notice that You'll see some Xbox Series X's. I think they have them on StockX, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. And you'll see that they're marked up considerably. I mean, uh, we've seen Xboxes from anywhere from 700 to 900, which, you know, some are reasonable. Uh, in some cases, you see it like $1,000. Uh, Sony consoles being marked up to two grand and selling. So whenever you're dealing with scalpers, you're dealing with people who are upset about the scalpers because yeah. the scalpers are, are they're taking up all the units and they're making stupid money doing it. Uh, and that's a double trolley. Yeah. That's a double whammy. Yeah. You can't have it. <laughs> Troll of the week. Troll, Troll of the of week. The week. <laughs> <laughs> so in case you don't realize it, Today's trolls are coming sideways at the scalpers who are somehow getting their hands on these consoles with no intent of holding on to them, of helping players out, and just helping themselves. <laughs> first, first troll says, somebody would really pay 2000 for one of the most underwhelming next-gen console releases in video game history. I guess there are always some sheeple to fall for the hype. <laughs> <laughs> underwhelming. Most underwhelming. Don't know. Didn't say anything about them having one or not yeah. having one. It's underwhelming, no matter how you slice it. Yeah. Next show says sites like this are partly to blame. They can't wait to rub it in that they got one and post articles about it every day. Even YouTubers love shoving it in your face. Well, that's how you get the clicks. You get something nobody else has. You make it known that, hey, we got it, and we're your source for all the information that you want about it. That's how you get the engagement. That's how you make your money. That's how you do your thing. So, And plus, they're only rubbing in your face 
if you want the console. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen any YouTubers rubbing it in my face because I don't watch YouTube. <laughs> Is that like whenever whenever you go on Twitch, you're like, oh, everybody's just rubbing these games in my face that I don't have. <laughs> that they're playing these games yeah. that I'm going to get at some point yeah. <laughs> when it's made available to me. <laughs> <laughs> rubbing it in my face. <laughs> I got all these people on the street rubbing their cars in my face. I'm only 15. I got a learner's permit. <laughs> rubbing it. Rubbing it. I'm, like, I'm just trying to get to work and get some hot chicken sandwiches. You need to cool all that noise. Next troll says, what's sad is that Series X is only being scalped for, from what I've seen, 700 to $900. I have a Series X, but realistically, no one wants it. Due to PS5 demand is why these jerk-off scalpers are price gouging at a 2K price point and people are buying them. <laughs> so you got an Xbox. Nobody want an Xbox. <laughs> the price is low due to demand. Like, it, you throw it around a whole lot of things. Like, basically, you're saying that nobody wants an Xbox, which explains why it's, get, it's fetching less money. And, yeah, demand is exactly why people are getting $2,000 for PlayStation 5s, because a lot of people want it, a few people have it, and a few of those people want to make some money. That's how we do. It's the American way. Next troll says, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo couldn't care less as long as they sell them. They're as much as scum as the scalpers. (laughs) (laughs) Just selling consoles in general is just a scummy move. Yeah, it's, well, it's one of those things that, as we talked in the pre-show, it's not comparable to the shoe industry, only in that in the shoe industry, they make a limited supply. And so people buy up that limited supply, and then they start selling that for a ridiculously inflated price. Whereas consoles, you know more consoles are coming out. They're not going to... Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo aren't in the business of putting out a few consoles and then having everybody fight over those few pair of consoles. They're in the business yeah. of getting as many consoles out into the wild bought up purchased and then games purchased for those consoles so if anything they're trying to run at 100 efficiency right now to get these consoles out as fast as possible while not allowing them to be sold on the showroom floor yeah <laughs> so you know it's it's a lot of logistics there how are you just gonna throw sony microsoft and nintendo under the bus just because you can't get it on day one doesn't mean you can't get it like amc said it's not like the shoe industry it's not like it's not like the poster industry either we know we know mondo good and well trying to get posters on there for years always getting beat by the scalpers who already have them listed on ebay before they ever go on sale but eventually mondo changed their system and then it became very easy for me to get them whenever I wanted them. So, you know, over time, these companies find ways in order to make the process more convenient for real life people instead of folks who like have seven different iPads or iPhones, you know, just buy, 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 <laughs> just getting as much stuff as possible. So, you know, they're doing their best to do things effective. I mean, Sony had their more restrictive pre-order process where it was similar to to Comic-Con, where you wait in a lobby, and then once it's your turn, you get taken into a, a checkout counter, you put in what you want, and you got it. I had no problem pre-ordering the PS5 that way. Unfortunately, I didn't want to keep it. I passed it off to somebody else. So don't knock the hustle. Next troll says... Q jerk off libertarians defending this crap is just the free market working with a emoji rolling its eyes. <laughs> but the problem is this is just the free market working. These products are made available. Unfortunately, not enough were available for everyone who wanted one. That's just the problem that comes with making things. Everybody who wanted one and was able to order one got one. Everybody who wanted to sell one that was able to order one got one or two or three or four, whatever. They figured out a way. Maybe try to learn from them, figure out their ways, how they're doing things. So maybe you can be in a position where you get your thing instead of them getting your thing and selling it back to you for twice the price. Or you can just wait. It's the free market. Yours is coming. Next show says, scalpers don't exist without support from morons. Keep that in mind. 
Now, I've always taken a little issue with this stance because it just assumes that the people who are spending the the markup price have no intelligence. They aren't real people. It's dehumanizing. It's demeaning. Let's look at it this way. AMC, pretend you and I were both just filthy rich. Money's not an object. These people are real. They exist. Neither one of us were able to get a console on day one. They're marked up to $2,000 each. What are we going to do? Um, just a second, A-Dub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, my uh, my computer decided it wanted to update something <laughs> and just cut off uh, the conversation. Anyways, yeah, so, yeah, what you're saying, it's all about um, convenience is what I, is the way I look at it. And with scalping, it's it sucks, but it's also there are people who aren't willing to wake up at 6 a.m. to wait in line to buy something. They'd rather just have somebody else do it for them and then pay an extra fee on top of it. It's like why people pay for like fast pass at uh, at an amusement park. It's it's why people why those hotels in Vegas stock up their refrigerators with alcohol and then charge three times the amount that you would actually pay in store because it's all about a convenience fee. And so, yeah, I look at it as like, it's a convenience fee. If you really need the console and you weren't going to go through the trouble of trying to get it like the proper ways, then you'll just pay a little bit extra. But if not, if you're not one of those people, then you just wait. It's not, I wouldn't say it's a dumb thing. It's just a matter of how you decide. Now, if you're somebody that's bad with your money, (laughs) <laughs> and then you're yeah. paying two thousand dollars for this console when you could have waited that's when you're a moron but for the most part i think it's more, the people who are paying two thousand dollars are people who have the money and have thought out whether or not it's worth it and they decide yeah i'll, I'll do that for my mm-hmm. for myself or for my kid whatever if money is no object i'm buying every object i can with my money <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter what it costs it's like whatever dude like Whatever. If you got the money, ball out. You should applaud it. Let them let them drive that industry, especially when we're in a situation like now where people have lost their jobs. And Mitch McConnell doesn't want to give anybody any more unemployment money. Some people got to make rent. Let them do their thing. Wait your turn. Some people cut to the front of the line in life. Some of us got to wait. Either way. The ride is still functional. Chill out. Next troll says, nothing but human filth and parasites. If I heard of one getting hit by a car, I'd feel really good inside. That's one less insect in the world. So now they're comparing scalpers to roaches. <laughs> so again, more dehumanizing, more demeaning and devaluing people who, like, it's, it seems more like jealousy because these scalpers have the access or they have the time and dedication and the tools in order to lock these things up. Because let's be realistic here. How many consoles do, do you really think scalpers are buying? Like if scalpers just stopped doing their business, do you think you would have gotten a console? Like, yeah, it would you probably would have had a greater chance, but by and large, you probably just would have lost it to some kid in Connecticut or something. It's not as if, if scalpers suddenly vanish, that you would get the things that you want. It's just, if scalpers vanish, the things that you want wouldn't be offered at a market price. <laughs> and you'd still have to wait anyway. So let, let these people support their families and pay their rent. Wait your turn. Next troll. Last troll. Best troll. I hate scalpers. But Sony can't be absolved of blame either. If they had actually made enough to meet demand, this wouldn't be an issue. So let me get this straight. You want Sony to make all the consoles they're going to make in an entire console generation and launch them all at once. I mean, what, PS4 sold over 110 million, 130 million, something like that? You want them to make all those several billions upon billions of dollars that they got to invest just so one scalpers won't be able to scalp and two so you can get a console on day one that's not how things work this is mass production 
they get you with that first batch and then they follow up with successive batches. Eventually, your individual demand will be met. Until then, you can chill out. If you're impatient, pony up. Those are your options. Both are extremely effective. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. And as you mentioned earlier, it's uh, we're in the age of COVID. There's been tons of Bloomberg reports about how it's affecting production when it came to these consoles. And so, yeah, I'm sure Sony would have liked to have more consoles, just like how Nintendo would have liked to have more Switches out in the wild when the when the pandemic hit and there were all the lockdowns and people were buying up all the Switches to the point where they were sold out. Um, yeah, they would like to have more out there to meet the demand, but the production slows up and uh, they just have to do what they can until things open up a little bit more. And so, yeah, you're going to kind of deal with shortages all around. It's just a matter of what's the thing that you need. Is it toilet paper? Is it water? If you got those things, then your essential needs are met. Oh, now you need the shiny new object. <laughs> so you're upset about it. Yeah, so like, to make you your quarantine go by just a little easier. Yeah. So you can play Godfall. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, I mean, you can get Miles Morales on the PS4. Uh, you can you can enjoy a lot of the things. It's just you can't play it with that dual sense. So your experience will still be great. I know it's upsetting that you can't play it with your shiny new white controller, but you can still enjoy playing video games. It's just you won't have the PS5 at launch. And like, let's be realistic here. Do you really think Sony or Microsoft wouldn't love to? take the opportunity to sell a hundred plus million consoles on day one. Yeah. Come on now. That's record shattering. That's making their entire investment back in the course of 24 hours. Like, of course they would love to do that if that was humanly possible, but at some point they got to start selling these things, start making that money back. It's a cycle. Participate or be patient. Mm. That's all I got to say about that. AMC, what else you got? I got October NP day, 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 day. Yes, sir. Let's get right into it. Um, This is going to be an interesting one. So last month, the number one game was Avengers A-Dub. What do you think think number one for October is going to be? If you were to throw it <laughs> it's definitely not Avengers, especially if you follow if you followed uh, any of the um, releases coming from uh, was it Square and Square the, Enix and Crystal Dynamics, yeah, and the, and the yeah. sales of uh, Avengers uh, post launch. Yeah. So not number, looking so good, yeah. <laughs> so number one on the list, FIFA twenty one. That's a it's a bit of a shocker. More details there uh, coming later. Number two on the list. Madden NFL 21. Moving up a slot, it was number three last month. Number three. Yes, sir. Number three on the list, Watch Dogs Legion. Um, Yeah, people were ready to play as the granny assassin. (laughs) Whole team of grannies. I call call those the golden girls. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number four, NHL 21. So, mm-hmm. yeah, EA is just absolutely killing it right now. Uh, number five, A-Dub. Oh, this is a new one. This is a good one. This is one that we discussed in a Nintendo Direct, after a Nintendo Direct, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. This being the, uh, what is it, the uh, the the RC cars, but it's Mario Kart, and you set it yeah. up in your living room. Yeah. So number five. All about this. that. Yeah. <laughs> number six, Super Mario Brothers 3D All-Stars. All right. Number seven, Animal Crossing New Horizons still selling. Number eight, Star Wars Squadrons moving up a slot from nine last month. Number nine, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Ten, Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about damn time. (laughs) (laughs) Eleven, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I wish it was called that. It's about damn time. It's about damn time. Uh, like uh, imagine your mom coming in, like, "Oh, what are you playing?" It's about damn time. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little gravel in your voice. Mm. Uh, uh, let's see, uh, eleven marker eight deluxe, twelve Ghost of Tsushima, NBA two K twenty one, fourteen. So from number one dropping to the fourteenth spot, Marvel's Avengers. God damn! Super Smash Bros. Ultimate at fifteen, Ring Fit Adventures still selling a dub. 
Uh, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, 18, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, Super Mario Party at 19, and to close it, round out the list at number 20, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. So uh, here's some details. Nine of the top 20 best-selling titles of October were published by Nintendo. EA Sports, though, uh, with FIFA 21, Madden NFL 21, and NHL 21 made up the three top four spots on the chart. So I thought I thought people don't want to support EA, Dub. I thought people mm-hmm. don't give a shit about EA Play coming to Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, people out there celebrating whenever they, they lose a battle in court over these loot boxes and these yeah. microtransactions. <laughs> exactly. Still selling. Still selling. Uh, let's see. FIFA 21. FIFA 21 was the best-selling game of October for the first in FIFA franchise release as a launch uh, in U.S. markets. So FIFA has never debuted at number one in U.S. markets. So that's uh, maybe Americans are getting into soccer, into football. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I guess it's just about uh, dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, Watch Dogs Legion. Watch Dogs Legion debuted as the third best-selling game of October, despite having only three days of sales tracking for the month. That's pretty crazy. That's dope. Uh, NHL 21 launch month dollar sales were both the highest for an NHL release since September 2015 launch of NHL 16 or 2016. Let's see. So the top selling games of the year so far, number one, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Number two, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Number three, Madden NFL 20. Four, Last of Us Part 2. Five Ghost of Tsushima. Six Final Fantasy Remake. Final Fantasy Seven Remake, I should say. Seven Marvel Avengers. So st- not selling well apparently, but still enough to be seventh on the list. Eight enough to lose tens of millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. Eight Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario 3D All Stars. Nine. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and 10 holding on barely by a thread 8 dub. Let's see if we can make it out through the year. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. God damn, people showing that Dragon Ball love. I'm having it. They finally made the Dragon Ball game that is broken through. I, I was watching a little bit of uh, Dragon Ball Super and uh, Goku was Goku went to Roshi to learn how to do the evil containment <laughs> technique. All for Samasu. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, let's see. Um, we'll do the top five for Bring each individual classics, man. I love it. Uh, top five for each individual console. Uh, so we're starting with Nintendo number one, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, number two, uh, Super Mario Bros. 3D All Stars, three, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and five, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. For PlayStation, their top five for the month. Number one, FIFA 21. Two, Man NFL 20. Watch Dogs Legions. Number four, Ghost of Tsushima. More details with that later from yeah, A-Dub. We got some Tsushima news. Number five, NHL 21. Uh, October for Xbox top five. Number one, FIFA 21. Two, Watch Dogs Legion. Three, Mad NFL 21. Four NHL 21 and five Star Wars Squadrons. And then one last detail with the Nintendo Switch, since this will be probably the last month that it is the best selling console. Uh, the Nintendo Switch was the best selling console for October. Nintendo Switch has just has sold 735,000 units for both Switch and Switch Lite for the month of October, giving it the second highest US October sales for any console in history. It surpassed only. It was surpassed only by the Wii, which sold 807,000 800, units for October two thousand eight. Um, and then the the Switch is the best selling console in the U.S. for the past twenty three straight months. So yeah, uh, that will all. Note you, you mentioned that it's the the best selling console for like the past two years, right? Yeah. Oh god, yeah. the Switch. I want that price drop, damn it! But it just keeps selling. <laughs> they have no incentive. Yeah, I feel like once they the rumored uh, what is it uh, higher, better performing, more powerful, the, the switch more powerful comes out. I think the switch more powerful. <laughs> I need more power. I uh, wish it was called that. 
Yeah. Once that eventually comes out, then uh, you'll eventually get your price drop. But they have no reason. That's right Switch Pro. Nintendo did recently confirm that they are developing a new console. Yes. So something's coming, <laughs> whether it's a Switch Pro or something entirely new, like the Nintendo light bulb. They're probably going to do something crazy like that. Yeah, you just you just screw it into your light socket. <laughs> it, it rumbles your house with the with the geotectonic activity from the light socket. It projects like the video game in your room. Yep, <laughs> it can hear your voice in the vibrations. <laughs> it, it, you clap with it to turn it off. Oh, um, the clapper yeah. gets involved. They buy the clapper out. Yeah, speaking of a dub in the next topic of the week, what you got for topic of the week? Ghost of Tsushima. Got that Tsushima news for you. Sony has let it be known that Ghost of Tsushima is now the fastest selling original PS4 exclusive. Damn. Now, to kind of break this apart from all the other fastest selling news that Sony's been putting up for the past few years, this is unique because it's the fastest selling new IP, which I believe previously was Horizon Zero Dawn. Or who knows, it might have been Spider-Man. I don't know. Could have been either of those. But basically, like The Last of Us 2, that sold something like 4 million copies in 24 hours. However, it's part two. That was an established franchise. Ghost of Tsushima is new. It sold over 5 million copies since July, which is something like less than five months at the time of this taping, according to Herman Holtz, saying Ghost of Tsushima is our fastest selling first party original PS4 game with more than 5 million copies sold since its debut in July. What an incredible achievement by at Sucker Punch Prod. AMC, you and I can count ourselves among those sales. Uh, it's kind of a nanana boo boo to all the naysayers who just called it Assassin's Creed Japan, who said it looked generic, who said that the combat looked too easy. You know, I don't see any of those people saying any of that stuff anywhere since the game came out. How do you feel about this news? Yeah, uh, another thing under the log I throw on that fire is um, people saying that it was released too close to The Last of Us 2 and why Sony would do that. Are they trying to bury this game? They're sending uh, it out to die. Yeah, like it's always, it's always, the assumption is always the worst. It's never they believe so much in their product that they're willing to put it put these console these games out close to each other um and so yeah they always just assume the worst that there must be some nefarious motive behind it and so yeah to to see that though one what makes me really happy about it is that it guarantees um a sequel eventually on the ps5 oh, of yeah. ghost of tsushima so um if sucker punch was considering working on something else maybe going back to infamous well they're gonna have to expand their studios because sony's gonna be like you need to put out another ghost of tsushima because that's what everybody wants so, well what if they somehow merge the two into something completely different merge the two like yeah. oh like 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 magic samurais yes like that like that dlc that came or the, the keep the you keep your keep your sword fighting but as superpowers yeah. <laughs> but could you imagine if delson was zipping around seattle but had a katana and had that combat you're fighting other competent warriors who also have special powers like that would be insane like infamous on its own was an outstanding franchise of being able to fight against other powered you know individuals whether they be you know the the boss fights of trying to get other people's powers in addition to the the troops that have been infused with their own abilities, the varying levels of the enemy types. But imagine sword fighting like that. Like it it would almost be it would be like if Jedi Fallen Order just had more quality and polish to it as well as a greater dedication to its source material. That's what I would see. Um, I wouldn't want that. <laughs> I'd rather have what? Yeah, because I want the whole thing about Ghost of Tsushima. What made it work for me is a grounded samurai game. It's like why I didn't get into Neo, like any of the other things. Like it was just like, I, yeah, I don't want my my samurai to have magical powers. Like I want to play a game where I'm just a dude in feudal Japan. Okay, <laughs> yeah, well, we so, got we got that now, so we yeah, can get something new. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, yeah, if they want to do it, I say yeah, they can do it. It's just 
I would rather have another Ghost of Tsushima personally and then have them do like a super powered game also on the side um, as opposed to doing one in place of the other. I guess if that were my option in this situation. Fine, AMC. We'll do it your way. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like a sucker punch. At this point, they've proven that they can do whatever the hell they want because they know how to make video games. They made Infamous, Infamous 2 being the shit, Infamous 1 being so good, even more of the shit. Um, and yeah, now Ghost of Tsushima being absolutely amazing. Ghost of Tsushima being absolutely amazing, releasing a free multiplayer component to Ghost of Tsushima that they've had in mind since since the game was in development that people are all over the internet saying they don't believe that this is free because it is that good. Yeah, Check exactly. it out for yourself. Yeah. So yeah, um, that's great to hear from Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, yeah. but it's, it's selling that well and that people can get, they're getting behind it as opposed to, you know, like, oh, this just looks like generic of this. And so I now won't play it. <laughs> it looks like something I've seen before. Yeah. So I, I won't have it. Yeah. And I also just like when, a game does so well numbers wise that it shuts up any of the uh, complaints because there's it hits you had a point where people they can try to complain but it's like but it's selling so what do you got to say about that like oh the game is crap but it's selling really well <laughs> you're not in touch with reality dog <laughs> yeah exactly so it's like, like it's like naughty dog with uh the last of us people want to talk about like oh the the leaks it's going to ruin the game and then it just ends up selling what four million in three days is what you told me yeah <laughs> like none of that matters so it's like once something launches all the complaints that came before launch quickly get drowned out by people having a good time by unbridled success yeah <laughs> and speaking of unbridled success we're gonna hit you with another topic of the week top topic of the week this coming from sony again they're letting people know to meter their expectations for what is now the current gen they're saying that the transition from ps4 to ps5 is expected to take about three years (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so what's coming from nishino Where's his last name? Uh, whatever. He, Hideaki Nishino. He's saying that the current assumption is that the transition from PS4 to PS5 will take about three years. We have more than 100 million PS4 customers, but we will do our best to move to PS5 as soon as possible. So what this also means, according to Nishino, is that forward compatibility is important and that we'll be seeing cross-generational content that supports both PS4 and PS5 for a few years yet. Uh, This relates to a comment made by Jim Ryan that I'm seeing people all over the internet taking completely out of context where they said that Sony believes in generations and that they have no intent of making PS5 games playable on PS4. So if you'll pay attention to what Nishino here is saying, forward compatibility is important. Not backward, forward. So forward is designing a game on old shit that can be played on your new shit. And then you take that with Jim Ryan's comment. If people took the news of Miles Morales and Horizon Zero Dawn 2 having PS4 versions as PS5 games being cross-gen when really it's ps4 games being cross-gen so the comments remain intact they still have integrity they didn't lie to you you just took their remarks out of context mc you got anything else nah that's pretty much all i got um yeah i mean it makes sense too like that that last story uh what we got horizon 2 supposedly expected to come out next year um there's still we got two more episodes i believe of final fantasy 7 remake on the way at least yeah so i mean it makes sense like they're they're building off of that foundation that they use for final fantasy 7 remake so they wouldn't suddenly just start from scratch and now it's like no well now we can only do the ps5 version of this game moving forward um especially when people hopped on on the previous generation so it makes sense that there's going to be a little cross cross development going on right now um 
It's at least for those legacy games that are carrying over from the PS4 to the PS5. It uh, seems like they're just they're gradually stepping up to the PS5 with development. So, you know, just a slower transition from generation to generation rather than a hard cut. And, you know, some people would have preferred it that way. Honestly, I don't care either way, just as long as I'm getting the new classics for years to come. Yeah, I almost feel like those people are upset because they got on Xbox when Xbox is like, yeah, we're pretty much doing cross-gen for the first couple of years. Mm-hmm. And they were like, they were like, oh, well, Sony's going to be only exclusive to PS next-gen games. And it's like, well, no, it's, that's not the case. And then they're they like, well, I've been gloating on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I can't take it back now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I think there's a little bit of that going on as well on top of it. Yeah, uh, it's... Yeah. it's... <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah. I got I got nothing else. Do you have any final words, Ada? Before we get out of here, well, I got a last little optimistic hit because oh, yeah, uh, in our in our next in our last topic of the week, top topic, top, topic of the week. Yeah, because I've seen some people, I've seen some threads popping up. I saw one thread. I saw one person, but he again, it's context. It's all this other stuff where like comprehension is more important than just hearing or reading something. Uh, some guy made a thread talking about how the next generation is a, is a scam. Uh, developers are already mastering the PS5 within the first two months. It's like, whoa, dude, where did you get that information? Like, oh, Mark Cerny said it. And, you know, this is a, a whole lot of back and forth. But basically, the sentiment was that this person heard some information and interpreted it incorrectly because there's no way anybody's mastering or getting the most out of the PlayStation 5 or the Xbox Series X in two months, let alone, you know, developing all the tools and and know-how necessary to squeeze every last, last drop of power out of these systems. So recently, within the last few days, an article came out from Insomniac saying uh, it feels like we're just scratching the surface of what you can do with hardware like the PS5, uh, that we sort of can take a game model like Spider-Man and make everything really fast. Even the Ratchet and Clank game we're working on is leaning into a lot of that. Uh, Years and years of scraping more and more performance out of the PS5 and doing things that are crazier and crazier is what's in store for developers. So this reinforces the reality that like, that whole two month time frame that was a comment from Mark Cerny talking about time to triangle. What time to triangle means is getting your game up and running on the hardware. You can do that in one to two months. That is a very short period of time. And that's something to help developers get to the process of actually working on their game instead of just designing it, I suppose. I need to go listen and learn more about stuff, which is also an important aspect of the situation because you got to admit where your knowledge is limited and you need to get more instead of just assuming you know what you're talking about otherwise you make dumbass threads and say dumbass stuff that's wrong amc how do you feel about the prospect of just years and years of improvement upon improvement of the future of games i mean this we go through this cycle every generation you get those first couple, those first couple years, you get kind of games that are, that you know they're they're taking advantage of the new hardware, but they haven't really tapped into everything that the hardware is capable of. And so this, and then I remember I I, I had mentioned to you in the past, like there are there are shows that I had to stop listening to in the PS4 generation because within the first two months they were already doing that bullshit of oh these consoles already feel dated. <laughs> This is the best they can muster. Yeah, yeah, because they played, what, the uh, the Order, and so they are like, well, this is the best that they can give us, well, this is going to be every game from here on out. And it's like, no, the Order was the Order, and, yeah. and nothing was like that after that. And nobody talks about the Order anymore. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, yeah, it's this idea that, like, well, they this is the best we're going to get, and it's like, no, because we're just, like, every generation, you get the best games towards the end of the generation and that's just how it works there'll be a couple of gems in there earlier on and then as you get towards the end consistently you'll be getting great games like nine like nine quality games as opposed to like a few within the first year or so if i remember right like 
was it game of the year for PS4 was between Shadows of Mordor and uh, Dragon, Dragon Age Inquisition and, games and Dragon Age One. <laughs> yeah, and uh, people don't really discuss either one of those games anymore since then. I saw it on sale for ten dollars. I think I'm gonna scoop it. Yeah, uh, Shadows <laughs> Game of, of the Year 2013. <laughs> yeah, Sh- Shadows of War was free on PS Plus for this month. Um, so yeah, it's uh, playing with your forehead. Exactly. So yeah, this this thing that people they always come up with this like oh like this is the best ass offer. No, that's not at all the case. You can right try at the to... beginning of the generation every time. This is the best we can expect. Yeah. So you play what well, you play Godfall, and then that's the best PlayStation Five will have to offer from here on out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's uh, any of those people that show up. You just point to history and then you tell them to go fuck themselves and don't yeah. listen to anything they ever say after that because you now know that where their head lands, where their head lies, what bullshit spews from their mouth. <laughs> you show them GTA 4 and then you show them GTA 5. <laughs> and you show them GTA 5 again on the PS5 and then GTA 5 on the PS6. <laughs> Will there ever be a new GTA? <laughs> well, according to Rockstar, they announced their... their- backward compatibility plans for next gen you're going to be able to to play red dead 2 and gta 5 on next gen you're going to be able to transfer your saves you're going to be able to play your your online accounts so i don't know i'm hoping that they i'm hoping that they hit us with gta 6 and i really hope they take some serious notes from red dead redemption 2 because so much was done right with Red Dead that I could only hope GTA would seek to emulate it. Like, why not just let Rockstar San Diego do Grand Theft Auto one time yeah. and see how great that comes out? Because while I love and respect Rockstar North, I just feel like their internal vision and direction is wholly different from what San Diego goes for when they put their stamp on a project. So yeah, let's let's see some talent shuffle about. I want to see people get upset when they play that GTA when the car the car avoids things instead of running into things. Oh, <laughs> like why why isn't the horse why isn't the horse avoiding everything? <laughs> why isn't the car running into everything? <laughs> I want to run over people. Why is it avoiding everything? <laughs> <laughs> why do I get in trouble every time I shoot somebody? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. It is what it is. Um, GTA GTA Online going to be free with PS Plus, I believe. So you can look forward to that for PlayStation owners. Oh, yeah. Um, anything else before we get out of here? Any final words or final yeah. stories? I mean, that's everything. Stay safe. Those infections are ticking up. So remain distant. Don't take chances. Stay safe. Work out. Eat right. Get your health tight because of a better body defends itself better than a shitty body well this is control issues i am the amc control issues thanks for coming sucker sucker